This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Hi everyone. I am honored to be here today with you to talk about a really important topic that I feel like doesn't necessarily get enough airtime and it's something that affects a lot of us. I me personally it has been my constant companion my whole life, up until recently when I've really been working on it more and more, and it's something that I am fortunate to be able to help my coaching clients with all the time. And so as it continues to come up again and again, I have been having it in my mind that I should share with you the perspective that I help people with when it comes to the issue of people-pleasing. So I'm sure a lot, I could almost see a lot of you smiling right now in recognition of this tendency, this phenomena that goes on in our life. So here's what I want to look at in this class. Number one, what is people pleasing all about? Why do we do it? And what's wrong with it? Um, so, I mean, that's not really number one. That's more like number three. That's like more like three in one. But um, we're going to explore people pleasing a bit. And then we're going to go on to the question, uh, as always, uh, the, you know, the answer, the question and the answer of what do we do about it? How do we get around it? What is the right perspective, the right approach that is going to give us more wholesome connection in our relationships and a more balanced approach in our contribution to others? Okay, so here we go. First of all, we have to know that people-pleasing is something that we like to call, we have another name for it, and we call it nice, right? I'm being nice, she's so nice. And we have to know that people-pleasing is actually not nice. It's not nice. What is it? It Really, what it is, is it's, it's really not being nice to somebody else or kind or compassionate or giving to somebody else from an authentic, genuine place. It's all about being self-serving, believe it or not, because I know you're not a self-serving type of person, and I would like to think that I'm not either constantly revolved around myself. So why do we get this way? Why do we people-please? Why is people-pleasing self-serving? Well, if you think about it, when I am trying to please someone else, what am I really looking for? I'm really looking to serve myself. I'm looking to gain approval in other people's eyes. Maybe I don't have such a strong foundation for myself of feeling good about who I am. So if I please people, then um, I'll get that approval that I'm starving for. Um, maybe I need reassurance. I grew up maybe with messages of criticism that I wasn't good enough. And every time I give in or I'm nice to somebody, that is soothing me and reassuring me and telling me, you are enough. You are a good person. Maybe I'm doing people-pleasing for that. Or maybe it's just giving me a sense of connection or belonging in a relationship. How many of us give compliments that are not really sincere? We don't, you don't really like that other person's shaitel. You're just saying it because you wanted to like you, right? I notice myself doing these types of things all the time. So that's the first thing. We have to know that people-pleasing is self-serving. It's really about us and not the other person. And it's not called chesed because chesed is from the word chas, compassion. Chesed, real Genuine, authentic chesed is not when we don't have bechira and when we're strapped down and obligated and we have no choices to make and it's a chore. Real chesed comes from a place of deep love and compassion. Chas means compassion. Deep love and compassion 
for the other person. So how do we get to this place of really doing real chesed and not people-pleasing, which is damaging to us because people-pleasing sends us the message that we aren't good enough and we need to gain other people's approval so that we can finally consider ourselves to be good enough, which of course is never really going to fill us up and it's not really going to create authentic relationships and we're not doing any genuine chesed and we're going to end up just feeling resentful and overworked and a lot of us that's what's happening this question is coming up a lot um, I'm hearing from the people around me this question this this conundrum of like how much do I give myself versus how much am I supposed to offer to other people and how, like, really, how are we supposed to know? It's a great question. How are we supposed to gauge this every time? If you're confused about it, it could really be confusing. So I want to help you figure out exactly how to know and how to not have to be confused about it and what to do about it. Okay, so here we go. What to do to not be a people pleaser and to really become a compassionate, um, genuinely giving person. Okay who has a good balance of taking care of yourself and being there for others. So for this, we're going to, of course, go to our beloved Tanakh. And let's turn to Mishle. I love Mishle. Ner Hashem Nishmas Adam. The candle of Hashem is the soul of man. What does this mean? There's many different explanations for this. One of the explanations is that our neshama is really made up of the Ner Hashem. Nishmas Adam is comprised of the light of Hashem. And what does this mean? It means that our neshama is all-knowing. It has all the clarity and all the information and all the inner resources that we need to be able to get clarity on what to do. And this is really the place I'm going to teach you now how to turn to your higher self, how to turn to your neshama in any given situation, and how to keep getting better and better at doing that to get all the answers that you need. And this is really such an important piece of information for you to know, this piece that I'm going to teach you, because it applies in so many ways. There's so many times in our life where we kind of shut out our intuition and we don't hear our higher self speaking anymore because we kind of got used to just listening to everybody around us. And so this is going to help you a lot with connecting with your intuition, and it's going to help us a lot with people-pleasing. The concept of connecting to our higher self is going to help us with people-pleasing. So this is what you do, okay? So again, I'm going to, I like to shorten things into easy steps. Step one, okay, next time you're about to say yes to somebody just because that's your default habit place that you go in your head, stop yourself and catch yourself and instead, and and brace yourself for this one, people-pleasers out there, say the words... Four words. Get ready, you ready? I'll think about it. The first time somebody told me to do this, I panicked. I was like grabbing the wall behind me, like, what? Say I'll think about it? I can't do that. My default has to be yes every single time. Okay, so the first step is to buy yourself a little more time. Because you're not used to hearing the voice of your intuition, the voice of your higher self, the voice of your neshama, you're not used to it. So it's not, the volume is very low at this point if you're not used to it. And so you can't, you have to right away already buy yourself time from the outset. Just like, you know, I need time to get in touch with myself to see what feels right to me. And then I could get back to you. Okay. So we always have to check in with ourselves first. If we're checking in with ourselves first, then we're going to be able to make a decision 
that's right for everybody, hopefully, right? If we get really good at this. What do I mean by check in with yourself first? So some people ask me, like, but isn't that selfish? If I just check in with myself first, I'll never end up doing chesed. I'll just stay in bed all day. I'll never do anything for anyone. And that's not true. Why is that not true? Because I'm not telling you to check in with your ego self. I'm telling you to intend to check in with your neshama. And your higher self that has that higher perspective, that has that ner Hashem guiding its way, knows how to guide you in a way that's best for you and everybody around you, in a way that's healthy and balanced and that's going to serve everybody involved. And so it's not like I'm telling you only do what's good for yourself first and only put yourself first. I'm telling you check in with yourself first. First ask yourself, is this right for me? Which brings us to step two. So once you take that time and you say, I'll think about it, right? Gasp. Then the second step is to ask your higher self, what feels right for me? Just put that question out there. What feels right for me? And in the beginning, when you first start doing this, if you're not used to this, to checking in with yourself, it's going to take time for the answer to come. But as you practice asking questions and hearing answers from your intuition, from your inner guidance, from your inner Urim Vitzumim, you will get better at it. The voice, the volume will get louder, it will come quicker, and it will be easier. So just ask the question. If it comes, if the answer comes to you right away and you get this strong sense about what works for you, great. If it doesn't come to you right away, give it a few days, right? We spoke about the now syndrome. It doesn't need to be now. You don't have to give the person the answer this second. Take the time that you need. Sometimes it's just like you sleep on it. Ask yourself the question before bed. Sleep on it. And very often if you remind yourself of that question when you wake up first thing in the morning, the answer will pop into your mind. If not, just give it a few days. And as they say, time will tell. But it's really important to first get aligned with yourself. And then you can really be able to give to others in a genuine, authentic way. And you could actually enjoy it. And it could bring you joy. And then that will make them even happier. And that's going to be true chesed. True chesed, for true chesed to really be in existence, you need to have a sense of bechira. You need to be making a choice. You need to really look at the situation and say, what can I honestly do here, besimcha? And what is going to be too much and beyond my limitations? Okay. I hope you benefited from this. Just to review, step one was say, I'll think about it, right? Catch yourself with you before you give your default yes answer. And step two is take the question to yourself and ask, what feels right for me? And see what happens. And as you practice this, you will get better and better. Trust me, I've been there. I'm still on a journey. But I've seen a lot of progress, Baruch Hashem, for myself and for my clients. So thank you all for listening. For more information on how I could be helpful to you in any area of your life, go to my website, yalbertram.com. If you want to sponsor a future class, reach out to me from there. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.